0: it's a good bad movie. I actually enjoyed it. I mean like it's really? corny as shit.
1: No, I couldn't stand it. I took, it took me like 4 hours to watch it. I had to stop frequently. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, let's pause here, go smoke a cigarette, watch something else <laughs> and go back to it. I couldn't stand it. uh
0: Space Force.
1: Yeah, this is Space Force um kid's uh Sean. Sean. Uh real quick before we get into this horrible movie. The other night, before I was going to sleep, you know the YouTube algorithms usually like, hey, you watched one Andrew Yang uh, video, yeah. Well, now you're part of the Yang Gang, so here's some Yang Gang shit. Luckily, though, for once it worked out, and it was like, hey, do you want to see Eva Destruction, this cool drag queen, do a performance at the 2017 Atlanta Pride? And I was like, yes, I do. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> I watched it. It was great. She's doing the craziest dance moves I've ever seen. It was amazing. And, and then,
0: then Yang Gang.
1: No, then I just kind of went to sleep. But while I was sleeping. I had a dream of some sort of uh, outdoor festival, like maybe a Burning Man sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And it was like the world's biggest circle pit. And they are pushing people in there to do dance moves and stuff. And you did those dance moves? And I was like, oh, I know exactly what to do. Thank you, Evil Destruction. I'm going to kill it. And then uh, I started doing dance moves in my dream. I broke both my legs. <laughs> <laughs> Your subconscious doesn't believe in me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. You can't do those evil destruction dance moves. Honestly, I couldn't. I don't know if I have like the knee strength that she does. It was pretty cool. It was still a pretty good dream. I don't. Do you? Most of my dreams always just kind of taper off after like major events. Like I don't ever. I don't remember any of the follow up to it. I just remember like looking at my legs and being like, "Oh god, <laughs> oh man, how embarrassing."
0: You know, honestly, I don't remember the most of my dreams these days. I just have like vague impressions or uh, like fuzzy bits of the dream that I remember. Most of it, I don't. I don't really recall.
1: It seems um, for me, it seems to matter like what point in my sleep cycle they take place. Uh So it'll be like the dreams that I'm experiencing close to waking up are usually the ones I remember the most, which makes sense because different parts of your brain are starting to be like, all right, well, you know, let's get going here. Sometimes um, I have sleep paralysis, though, when I take naps. So
0: oh, I think we've talked about this before that I occasionally get sleep paralysis. I haven't had it in a while. Knock on whatever sort of wood we have in here. This I don't is, like the feeling. Like I know what it is. This is, is at this point. It fine oak.
1: Thousand, 2,000 year old fine <laughs> I'm sure oak. sure it's
0: particle board with laminate over it. <laughs> oh, what?
1: You saying that we are poor? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the finest. The finest of finery. This is uh, one summoned by. Oh, uh, Andrew Jackson. <laughs> uh, speaking of things we talked about before, I believe it was last week I was talking about how the far right, I believe, has an attitude where they decided, you know what, climate change is going to happen, so fuck it, like, I'm going to somehow be the top dog, or eco, basically eco-fascism is going to take over. Did you read the manifesto from the El Paso shooter? Nah,
0: I never read those fucking things. I, don't, oh. I have no desire to give any of these people attention.
1: Oh, really? I I think it's interesting to understand the motives of different people. They're fucking
0: nuts. What do you mean? Oh yeah, there's
1: dumb far right uh, turds. But it's it, um, I don't know. I'm always interested to see. Like, all right, well, what sort of uh, brain abortion do they have this time? <laughs> and that's basically what it is. It is all over the place. Yeah, and uh, vo- there's no cooies, garbage. no of logic. But um, his his first little screed is just uh, talking about the looming threat of automation and climate change and corporations Yang gang. And, stuff. and then but then he's like you know what so there's all these problems that are caused by basically caused by capitalism and he's to solve it though, I will kill immigrants. <laughs>
0: so, I, I you know I see the connection. Yeah. To bring it back around, this movie has a definite pro capitalist message. Like uh, Dungeons & Dragons is a dangerous game Partly because it can make you uh, want to commit suicide or send you into some weird fantasy world. And partly because it takes you away from the engines of capitalism. Because Daniel, he can't make computer games. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's not a viable viable
1: career option. (laughs) I was actually thinking, uh, I was having similar thoughts while I was watching it. Uh, My thinking was, though, so obviously this is uh, part of the sort of satanic panic that was going on in the 80s. Where everyone is worried about the occult and shit, so that spread out into Dungeons and Dragons, and then Dungeons and Dragons became a broader thing to hate on, like Harry Potter was at one point. You know, all this shit gets hated on when um, things for new things Once first start to develop about Dungeons and Dragons and this movie and video games and stuff. Is a uh, uh, yeah, everyone had a lot of criticisms and complaints about these things until they started being profitable. And then, it didn't matter yeah, like anymore. Dungeons & Dragons right now is blowing up. Yeah, so that's the thing is, uh, as soon as um, there was profit to be had, and it was legitimized in the machinery of capitalism, no one was really talking shit about video games anymore. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, the,
0: the, uh, Daniel's dad is probably like, yeah, you can you can be a video game designer. Uh, I got some stock in that EA company. Mm-hmm. He's like, make sure to subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so basically what I'm saying is uh capitalism is a joke and it runs the, the it corrupts the minds of society. Like well, it, all right, it's Dungeons and Dragons. You play an imaginary game with your friends and have a good time. That's it. What is threatening about that? I understand culturally, oh, it's got occult things in it, so the American religious far right is like, "Oh no. Witches and stuff, they might forget about magic God or and some spells." But why would society at large Sacrilege care about that? The answer is because they're not participating in uh, mainstream capitalism. If you're inside at home using your imagination to have a good time, <laughs> who's going to be seeing all these movies and buying uh, burgers? and You know what I mean? Like Yeah,
0: well, I mean, to get to your point, like Dungeons & Dragons, uh, it's become very big. There's lots of shit you can buy for it now. You can buy yeah. miniatures. You can p- buy paint for miniatures. Mm-hmm. You can hire a fucking dungeon master... To to be your personal dungeon master for your game, there's oh, professional really? dungeon masters out there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But at the same time, you don't need any of that shit. Like when we play, it's a fucking pieces of paper. Well, that's the thing is, um, and uh, and popsicle sticks.
1: You could absolutely just <laughs> play Dungeons and Dragons. And like you for, don't even really need the book for decades. People did do it just out of altruism, wanting to play the game and experiencing it. But now, now, now that they found a way to monetize every aspect of Dungeons and Dragons. It's cool I guess you could hire a dungeon master. So cuz I uh, the, they are a commodity of sorts, but anyone can just be like, "You know what? I've got an idea. I'll be a dungeon master." You know, and then you read a couple <laughs> books and figure it out like yeah. you did. So, I don't know, I just the machinery of capitalism turns everything into meaningless tripe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of meaningless capitalism, go ahead and subscribe to our Patreon where uh we might occasionally play Dungeons and Dragons with the uh, the Space Cadets. I
1: don't know if that's capitalism, though. That's altruism. Is it? Patreon donations? Yeah. I I mean, if if we had... I don't know if
0: it's technically altruism. Uh, Yeah. Well,
1: it's people that, for no other reason than that, they enjoy our content and would like more, are providing us the means to sustain production of that content. That's communism. (laughs) (laughs) Is it? Yeah. A lot of the internet's actually communism when you think about it. I mean, that... A lot of it's been broken down and refined to fit in, like, cogs into the capitalist machine. But just think how much the open source code there is, how much...
0: Yeah, I mean, some of it's, I don't know, it's like a weird... There's some capitalism in there, some communism in there. There's some stuff in there that's actually kind of hard to define. Yeah,
1: they've just added more capitalism over time. As soon as people started to get smartphones, and they're like, oh, there's, like, a lot of people on the internet now. We can make money off of it. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like how... Oh, there's a lot of people play video games now. We can make money off of it. And then now, video games are like, uh, "Hey kids, did you know that it's okay for black people and women to be in video games?" And people who play video games say, "No, it's no, not. no, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not." I'll shoot up a goddamn shopping market if you. I see any more of these damn SJW gamers um, rise up. Subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs> That's what the shooter in Christchurch said. We'll get to the movie one more second. I just uh, wanted to say uh, I, I had already planned on being like you know America's terrible. Um, <laughs> you'll notice that there was two shootings in the time span of us recording the last episode, but then last night there's a third mass shooting. So three mass shootings in the time between going for the hat trick. Hooray! I just uh, I guess it's gonna accelerate, right? Yeah, it seems that's what like it's been like. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, uh, I've noticed uh, everyone immediately is like, "Well, maybe it's gang related." And by everyone, I mean people that are trying to steer the narrative <laughs> away from it being white nationalism, all right, you nerds, you know, all right, people. Or? Oh well, oh, damn. No, you know what? Not even all right. The right. Is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing is uh, the far right, the alt right. Well, that's the mainstream. Yes, yeah, consider- that is the right. That's yeah. mainstream now. Yeah, like, that's just what these fools believe. It's like so. You're fascist and racist and bad actors and you just make shit up and just fucking. That's admit it. If you're so proud and you you think you're so cool and your beliefs are right, admit it. Admit it. you're fascist. Admit that you're racist. Admit well, that I don't think they think they're fascists. They, well, a lot <laughs> of them don't understand what fascism is, but yeah,
0: um, that's true. Oh yeah,
1: and, and like I said, the dudes and man it's not up.
0: racism if you're right, Kyle.
1: Oh, what well, uh, right about what? How shitty
0: brown people are! Oh
1: no, <laughs> they're all, all concerned with the great replacement. Oh no, white folks will be replaced by robots, people that aren't
0: quite as white. Nope. Um,
1: what the fuck does race mean anyway? I don't know, man. Let's find out in Mazes and Monsters. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> A that movie I'm starring
0: all white people. <laughs> yeah,
1: some serious white people. Oh, um,
0: you know, I'll say this for for Tom Jan- Tom Shanks. Tom Hanks. Uh, Still a fantastic av- actor, even in this garbage. This is his very first role, and he does a pretty good job. The movie starts off by introducing us to um, fucking a mass shooter. <laughs> <laughs> this JJ kid. He's, well, the first opening is like the sick uh, or oh the news report. Yeah, yeah. Some
1: dude's dead, and they play a uh, playing mazes and monsters, which is a bit of a psychodrama. Using your imagination, I like that phrase psychodrama. <laughs> yeah, that is a cool one. Which I, I does, it does uh, sort of accurately describe what Dungeons and Dragons is, but they they use it in, to imply that oh, this is how these children are working out their uh, their problems and their mental illnesses. Now, probably just, just trying to have fun with your friends. Yeah, it's just
0: a little bit of escapism, just having a good time. Although you know, there's been some weird Dungeons and Dragons games out there, I guess. But really, yeah, I've heard some shit.
1: Well, I know it's uh, not very inclusive to women. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not, obviously it's gotten of,
0: better, but that's a, that's nerd culture in general. Yeah. But, you know, like you've heard, I, I've never experienced this in any game I've ever played, but I've heard stories of like, like sexual assault and like rape roleplay in these dungeon and dragon games, and I'm, ugh. If
1: everyone's consenting to it, it seems okay.
0: Mm, it's not always consent.
1: Oh well, I mean, that's my qualification for it. If everyone's consenting to it, then that's fine. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know.
0: I I guess it's I guess it's fine, but at the same time like why is your fantasy sexual assault and, and rape?
1: I don't know. It actually is not that uncommon of a fantasy. Obviously, these people don't want to be actually assaulted or raped, but it's, yeah, but
0: I'm talking about the people that want to do the raping or the assaulting, not necessarily the potential fantasizing victims in this case. Oh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I it's hard to say. <laughs> it's not something I'm really into. Um I'm a little bit into uh, bondage, Well, I specifically, different. I specifically like Shibari, the right rope binding. But that's not, uh, to me, it's like not a power thing over my partner. It's actually like, um, I like would only do it with close partners because there's like a connectivity to it. I don't know. It's hard to explain. It's weird. But yeah, it's not. I don't derive any pleasure from the control aspect of it. It's more the trust. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So this is uh, Rona Jaffe's Mazes and Monsters. Yeah, based
0: on the book by Rona Jaffe. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to read a, a little bit about uh, the, the Rona Jaffe's book. Yeah, I mean, know she's a terrible person, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> Rona Jaffe's source novel was probably inspired by, by the disappearance of Michigan State University student James Dallas Egbert III, which... Cool, man. Okay. Who <laughs> was thought to have gone into the college's steam tunnels to play a live-action game of Dungeons and Dragons. He was LARPing. He was this is kind of cutting edge, honestly.
0: Yeah, this movie when it comes up, like, oh, they're LARPing. Yeah, LARP, 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 LARP till you're dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs>
1: uh, there's a speaking of LARPing. There's um, I think it's just like a YouTube documentary, or I saw it on YouTube. Anyways, it's just about a group of kids that uh, live-action role play role models. Yeah. No. <laughs> that would be funny, though. It's actually really sweet and endearing. They follow around a couple kids that, like, this is their... Yeah. ...where they're accepted in the society and stuff. Uh, I love that aspect about nerd culture, but it's not usually the case. It's usually exclusionary, not inclusive. Anyways, um, in reality, he'd gone there to commit suicide specifically. In fact, his depression probably had nothing to do with the role-playing game, but was likely brought on by the pressures of school, drug addiction, and other personal issues.
0: Oh, you You're saying a a Dungeons and Dragons doesn't cause depression?
1: I mean, if you got like one of the shitty DMs you're talking about that makes you get raped and stuff, (laughs) that might. Not to laugh about it, but you know. Uh, The truth of Egbert's disappearance didn't come out until William Deere, a private investigator hired by Egbert's family, published his own account of the incident three years after Jaffe's novel was published. Could be argued then that Mazes of Monsters was born of a public hysteria based on an urban myth surrounding Egbert's disappearance. <gasps> so yeah, this is absolutely just um, sensationalist, reactionary, like, skullduggery.
0: No shit, you can tell just by the way this whole thing's written, well, laid like, out. Well, also it's a TV movie too, yeah. so it's like, it's Parents! Their- Dungeons and PSA Dragons! time, kids! Will kill your kids! Do you remember that, uh, you had to have watched it, I'm sure, in school because I did, that, weird, that, that shitty made-for-TV movie about anorexia? Maybe. Or bulimia. One or the other.
1: I remember a, a cipher in the snow where the kid falls out of the bus and like suffocates in the snow. Nah. that's and it's <laughs> like, why didn't he get up? Maybe I don't remember the lesson of the story, like, <laughs> but I just remember he like gets punched and falls into the snow and like suffocates or something. It's, get up. You shouldn't be knocked off for that long anyways. If you do you already got brain damage.
0: <laughs> you have bigger problems. Yeah.
1: Oh, I might be insensitive since I remember all the details. Someone can correct me. I apologize if I am. It's a movie. I don't know the you have but, to be insensitive uh, well, think, about it. I think it might have been based on actual events. Yeah, so. but, you know, but, based on a ba- true story. Yeah. You can drown Just like a,
0: Mazes and Monsters.
1: You can drown in a teaspoon of water.
0: Yeah, technically. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you just
1: get water in your lungs. Rona Jaffe. Uh, yeah, uh, she apparently, like, wrote the book in, like, three days because she didn't want someone else to get ahead of the story. <laughs> So she. How many
0: pages was that? That's actually know, kind of impressive.
1: But she, she's like such a ghoul, you yeah. know. Yeah, like that's true crime authors used to be so like ghoulish and like Capote, Craven back in the day. <laughs> well, at least Capote went and interviewed his subject and probably got too close to him. And well, uh, I mean, like, Capote was an outlier. I think <laughs> not everyone has that experience. I just mean more that they were just. They used yeah, to just be crazy. like, "Oh, fucking! Oh, uh, here's an idea. Manson- I'm not gonna do as little research as possible." Yeah, like, "Oh, the Manson family. Oh, I gotta get a book out in like two days. Like, fucking! I don't know. He's, damn hippies." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? Speaking no, of Manson, have
0: yeah, yes. When did you go to the movies
1: by myself? Oh, <laughs> well, I guess I won't spoil. Yeah, don't spoil it. There's been a lot of people talking about how foolish they made he made the Manson family look, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, it's, it's great." They were fucking dumb. Like Everyone has this idea that Charles Manson was a mastermind and he had these kids brainwashed to do whatever he wanted, some spooky shit. There was a bunch of a drug addicts. Yeah, that's <laughs> because the judge of the case like was like, oh yeah, you could just feel the evil Well, He convinced people of this weird dem- demonic shit. No, he was a fucking criminal drug addict that just wanted to like, have sex with teenage girls and he wanted to c- manipulate people to stay around and like party with them and stuff and told them bullshit. And then there's just a bunch of kids doing drugs being stupid. Like, they are just stupid, dumb fucking idiots. They're not... He's not a mastermind. It's like, they just, like, did crime accidentally and then decided to do more crime. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't know. People just have this weird idea about the Manson family. It's like, yeah, they should be fucking idiots, because they were.
0: <laughs> well, I feel like people have this weird mis- idea, or there's always this weird mystique around serial killers in general. Like, the same oh, thing like, like Ted like Bunny, too. Like,
1: no, he just kind of got lucky.
0: He's a fucking goober, and no one should look up to that motherfucker. Man.
1: I'm not- well,
0: boy, you know, you're so smart. If you're doing a different path, yeah, you could oh, be out right here arguing in front of me. Could
1: have been a lawyer working oh. for me. Uh, Pete Buttigieg reminds Booty me Judge? of Ted Bundy a little bit.
0: Yeah, I mean he has a similar look, I guess, but I don't want to. I don't want to label. Oh, I don't. Buttigieg. <laughs> I don't think that.
1: he's a necrophilia, cannibal, woman killer or anything. But he's got a weird vibe. What about oh, old Michael Bender! I just feel like
0: that's hey, me, Michael Bender, <laughs> over here.
1: He. Um,
0: let he's, me tell you about education. That's the only thing I'm good at.
1: <laughs> for me, Buttigieg is like um, the way he talks about being a veteran in his military career. It seems like it was uh, such a calculated choice for him to join the military. Like that was his like study abroad program with a gun. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you just see him like as an 18-year-old little studious nerd, and he's like. I know what will help my political career in the future when I want to run for president. I will join the military. <laughs>
0: I yeah. don't know enough about him to say whether that's right or wrong, but, but you could be right.
1: Yeah, Oh, he just seems really calculating and weird. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, the I the way he talks about his time in the military definitely is calculated. Um. I
1: just, like, don't trust anyone who's been in the military, to be honest. Yeah. So, like, whatever. So, good luck. He's, uh, there's, like, a... When Maybe even before his campaign really took off or anything, though, people were just talking about I remember he was like, I've worked with these guns, these are weapons of war, they should not be on our streets, only the trained military should have them. And it's like, yes, you're right, everyday citizens who we brainwashed should absolutely use these weapons of war to <laughs> kill uh, innocent civilians in other countries, just yep. not in the United <laughs> States.
0: I don't know what you think those guns and military are for, Kyle.
1: They're for protecting our freedoms, I believe. I remember one time um uh there was this six-year-old uh Palestinian boy <laughs> who was threatening my freedom from across the world. Even though I have more in common with him, uh like economically, socially, all that sort of things. I have much more in common with him than I do with my own military government. But he was like
0: well, I don't know. Some of the, the military are usually a pretty b- bunch of poor kids. So
1: I, There's this idea that they're, okay, whatever, they're class traders, And it is common, but, I'm, you know, like, they, they're so, as soon as they're in there, they're quite separated from me. <laughs> my point is, uh, this, this child was like, hey, maybe don't let Israel bomb the shit out of us all the time. Luckily, the United States government provided support to Israel so that kid could be killed. And that protects my freedom. So I didn't have to be insulted by foreigners. What part of
0: this don't you understand?
1: I I guess it's just it ain't easy being free, huh? So anyways. uh, Freedom ain't free. What jobs have you been looking at so you don't die? (laughs) None. I gotta absolutely get a job. Otherwise, I will die. (laughs) Nice. It's pretty free. Um, Mazes and monsters. Here's some rich kids, right? They're going to, like, fucking...
0: Yeah, well, J.J. for sure is super rich. Well, right? they're all Daniel. going to
1: rich guy school.
0: I, I've never heard of this university, so I can't tell everyone. What's what it called? Grant? Grant University. it's a fake one they made up for the movie. Uh, okay, had to guess. It sounds like
1: it would be Ivy League, because you know how they all, like... Have, well, they uh, were... Well,
0: Daniel's family's like, oh, we well, want you to get into that MIT? Boy, why don't you think about transferring? So I assume it's a reasonably good college. Although, I think the reason Robbie named his character Purdue is because he wanted to get into Purdue.
1: It's Pardue. <laughs> Pardue, he's a priest, a holy man. He uses his um, magics. Yeah, so they let us know in the beginning that all the kids have
0: problems,
1: except for I guess Kate kind of has a problem. Is Kate supposed to be like a stand-in
0: for Rona Jaffe, right? I, I think. so. Whenever I like hear like the like, voice of oh, to be a writer in a story, I'm like, yeah, you're you're a stand-in for the, the yeah, author, right?
1: And like the voice of reason and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so JJ is only sixteen. And he's a super smart kid, so he's... And he's
0: got the kookiest hats. Yeah, he's always wearing...
1: um. The, he got a pith helmet, a, a flight cap, a construction hat, hard hat. I don't know. He's got a bunch of them. He's just got so many hats. He's a real renaissance man when it comes to hats. <laughs> he's a big fan of haberdasheries. Jack of all hats. Uh, yeah, also his mom's always rearranging his room.
0: He is pissed about it.
1: Like, I get it. Like, I would be too. Be like, well, this, this is like my, where, this is where I hang out. It's my place. Like, it's my space.
0: That was just his whole argument. And
1: that's kind of it, though. From the opening scene, anyways, to establish his problems. We'll learn more later. But you can kind of guess what the problems are going to be. Uh, he's 16, and he's hanging out with like 20-year-olds, and he's definitely an outcast, and he's really isolated. They probably shouldn't have sent him to a university at 16. I don't know. I mean, just my opinion. I think maybe... Uh, just because you're super intelligent, you might want to get socialized with your peers more, and that sort of thing. Not be completely detached from everyone, including your family, anyone you've ever known. Not be able to make friends at a completely foreign environment when you're 16. Yeah, not only like that, he's a sophomore at
0: 16, so he started college at 15. Yeah, I don't know. I don't,
1: I don't, don't know. know. Let's. Uh, how does it turn out for Ted Kaczynski? <laughs> <laughs> you ever read his manifesto? <laughs> he had a lot of good things to say in there. He had the same sort of thing too where he would um he understood like capitalism is the main problem. He was there's a lot of quotes of other communists and anarchists and far left ideals, but then he was just like, So the answer is blow everybody up <laughs> for attention and stuff
0: Yeah, it just makes me think that maybe that, you know, their their the real deep seated issue is just that they're fucking nuts. Yeah, it could be.
1: Uh, in Ted Kaczynski's case, it's because he was an MK Ultra experiment.
0: Uh, I've heard that that was like way overblown, like his involvement in MK Ultra.
1: Well, he technically doesn't have any direct involvement in MK Ultram. It's just that one of the leading um, scientists and like actuators of MK Ultra, after uh, conducting his experiments, went on to become a professor at the college that Ted Kaczynski attended. He, uh, Ted Kaczynski, needed money, so he did some psychology experiments as. Students often do that happened to be under the control of that specific scientist, and the experiments that he was doing were similar to what they were doing in MK Ultra, also in Scientology a little bit. Kind of has some of the same the auditing process, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and it probably causes a lot of problems for him because he was like sixteen into fucking nut. <laughs> I'm yeah, I guess maybe.
0: Who knows? I honestly, I, I've I've you know I've seen like the, the auditing shit, and it gets crazy, but I can't imagine that. It's gonna affect me in any way. I already think it's bullshit.
1: Well, here's the thing, though. It's a little bit different in this case because he's uh, really relatively young, especially for the situation he's in. He doesn't have the knowledge of auditing or this process, or even what's taking place. And in addition to that, they one of the experiments was they had them people participating like write essays about everything they believed, like religion. Politics, sociology, you know, everything they believed in they thought was true and blah, blah, blah. And then this man conducting the experiment had, like, uh, professional lawyers and law teachers at the school go through and destroy all their arguments and tear them apart and give them back to him. So it's they're deconstructing yeah, yeah, his yeah. reality, you know? And if you're 16 and all you know is an authority figure or a group of authority figures told you everything you believe is wrong, you're going to question
0: Well, then I'm going to question how intelligent he was at 16. Because if he's smart enough to be in college at 16, you should be smart enough to realize that the psychological experiment that he's in is fucking with him. He's good at math (laughs) at 16. Yeah, so he shouldn't have been in college at 16. Exactly. That's my point. Oh, I'm also
1: not trying to (laughs) make excuses for what Ted Kaczynski did. Yeah,
0: because there's other people in that experiment with him that, I mean, they weren't much older. Like 16 to 18 is not that different. That's true. And uh, they didn't grow up, grow up to be uh, uh, serial bombers. Yeah, my point more is that... Uh, I, my point is this, that he already had a mental issue and that th- this experiment might have aggravated it, but it didn't cause him to, to do this.
1: No, there was something... I want. I don't know if I want to say something. There's There's something innate or something essential to him because I don't really believe in essentialism. But there might have been... He had the ingredients for having this problem, and I think going to college way too young and being isolated and that sort of thing, these experiments, and then becoming completely isolated afterwards... This and is it, not... We're not... This is not... This episode is not going to be funny. Well, this fucking movie is not <laughs> funny. This movie is about mental illness, or is it about how bad Dungeons & Dragons is? It's about mental... Well... It's about mental illness,
0: but they're blaming Dungeons and Dragons for
1: it. Well, that's the thing. Same thing we're talking about now, because the movie implies that it's triggered by Dungeons and Dragons. Right. But then there's also the trauma from his brother leaving that was right. not well, resolved.
0: I mean, there's only there's two people with mental problems in this. Well, JJ's JJ.
1: got a problem too. Yeah. Well, they all have varying levels of problems. Some of it's just. Well,
0: I mean, I, they're they're going to argue that Daniel has mental problems too. That's just
1: relative stress because his dad's kind of a dick. Yeah, like, you know, which is that happens. Um, and then Kate's also like, yeah, Kate's just young. She's got abandonment issues because of her father sort of thing. Uh, yeah, it's not, I don't know, not to say that there's more merit to different mental illnesses, but uh, Robbie and JJ have, or Freddy, what's Tom Hanks' character's name? Robbie. Robbie. They got problems. <laughs> and that's what I'm, so it was Dungeons and Dragons, was it his brother's disappearance not addressing that trauma? um Has he had Continuing problems like this, he had to leave another school because, yeah, he's of obviously had continuing monsters. problems,
0: and it wasn't maze the monsters that caused him to leave his other school, it's his fucking mental problems that caused him to leave another Yeah, and, I mean, then, and they're just blaming maze, Dungeons and Dragons, maze the yeah. monsters. Well, so in the movie, it's cut
1: and dry that that's the source of it, really. Yeah, I mean, at first, it's like, oh, your parents don't let you play a game, you think maybe they're gonna work the angle like, uh oh, parents just don't understand. <laughs> But it's like no, actually,
0: parents are exactly right. Yeah, that game is warping your
1: mind. Dungeons and Dragons will make you fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah so I don't know. That establishes, I guess, we a little tangent about JJ Ted Kaczynski. It's kind of the same situation, <laughs> to be honest. Um, yeah, also
0: Ken- Doogie Howser.
1: Yeah, he did all right though. <laughs> His best friend was Boner. Think about that on a TV show in the '90s, late '80s, early '90s. They had a character named Boner. I remember Boner.
0: Do, 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 do you think they meant it in the do, old-timey do.
1: fashion where, like, he just messes up a lot?
0: <laughs> Why is everyone laughing at my boner? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
1: no. Oh, he made another boner. Uh, yeah, so that establishes our characters. Daniel, his dad sucks. Kate, her dad sucks. Robbie, his mom's an alcoholic, and his dad sucks. <laughs> JJ, doesn't have a dad? Maybe sucks. He probably sucks if no, he I does. Yeah, I think they mentioned his dad at one point. Oh, he sucks. And then his mom's always rearranging in his room. And he, uh JJ's socially isolated and shit, it's pretty bad. Um, but they all bond over mazes and monsters, which Robbie isn't allowed to play because he previously apparently played mazes and Monsters all the time. Non stop. He couldn't get any work done. That's what, yeah, the thing is like, um, oh, how time. do you find other people to play mo- Dungeons and Dragons with you that long? You uh just put up notes on the bulletin board in the cafeteria, <laughs> didn't you see? He's oh he's also a ninth level maze guy, what did they say? Priest. <laughs> No, they they had like a specific term for it. Yeah, I don't like, know. oh, whoa, whoa, ninth level! Well, you you were you, you didn't tell me that. You're like an expert at mages. We're
0: all nice levels.
1: <laughs> I like that they just like don't understand the game at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how uh, fucking intense and serious they are in the game. They have like, candles everywhere and like. I am Pardou and I am. Uh, magic user of priestly order and i worship my god and this is my knife which i use to stab enemies you think maybe uh, they're trying
1: to equate it to maybe some sort of ritualistic yeah they're trying to make it ritualistic oh because everyone's afraid of satan in the 80s (laughs)
0: um our Dungeons dragon sessions don't go that way and i've never played a Dungeons dragon session that went like that
1: i mean as soon as i get to be dm and your kids are all there it's going to real crazy. <laughs> <laughs> incense
0: everywhere. <laughs>
1: no, I don't really like incense. Burning sage. I'm going to smudge.
0: Smudge, 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 smudge.
1: No, I have for a long time had an idea for a D&D campaign, but it would be more horror-focused. All from my own imagination. <laughs> None of that crazy fantasy orcs and shit. <laughs> Got to stop skinwalkers. Uh, well, I mean, was- why am I constantly concerned with skinwalkers all the time, <laughs> damn
0: it? Maybe one's been haunting you. I got haunted Skinwalker ghost blood.
1: He's going to come around and be like, hey, give me your skin. I'm like, no. He's like, ah, all right. Because I think you got to invite him in like vampires. I don't know all the Skinwalker rules, but I do know about Skinwalker Ranch. Seemed pretty spooky there. The government went to check it out. I think Mitch McConnell went. (laughs) (laughs) Moscow Mitch. (laughs) That shit's so lame. Moscow Mitch. Yeah, but he hates it, so keep doing it. We're going to get him with the hashtag.
0: Yeah, resistance. <laughs> but it actually is really bothers them, so why not keep doing it? I
1: mean, yeah, do it to piss them off. It's just like not okay.
0: Actually, I mean, but the I Kentucky
1: know. Democrats made some money <laughs> off of it. <laughs> like
0: $200,000 a like. week. Yeah, That's the important thing, right?
1: I guess. Um, are they going to run a candidate that can beat him?
0: Who the? In, in Kentucky? Well,
1: I heard a bunch of people came out to protest him and yelled at him for being Moscow Mitch. Maybe, uh, maybe people in Kentucky are tired of his ass.
0: Maybe you should throw a milkshake at him.
1: No, because that's oh, that's the exact equivalent of violence to these shooters that just took place. Oh, week. is it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Does, has a milkshake ever left twenty people dead? I don't think so. If, if, if they get
1: a big, if Antifa gets a big enough milkshake, you're gonna be drowning in the froth, <laughs> the froth in the Just foam. wait until
0: McDonald's brings back the Shamrock Shake. Then they'll, they'll pay. <laughs> <laughs> then they'll see what's what.
1: Then it'll be all oh, it's sectarian violence because Shamrocks. <laughs> 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 yeah, Antifa exactly as dangerous as fascists. <laughs> That's like, uh, um, I read a tweet from someone randomly that was like, uh, yeah, so the leftists call the leftist YouTube bread tube, which is a reference to Kapratkin's The Conquest of Bread. So that makes it basically the equivalent of maybe calling it like Mein Kampf tube. And so, yes, this Russian philosopher scientist nerd who was like, hey, Maybe mutual cooperation will be benefic- beneficial for the human race. I'm going to write a book called "The Conquest of Bread," and it'll be equally as controversial as "Evil and Evil" as this book about racism and genocide. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, not only that, but like, I, I mean, the guy didn't didn't kill nine million people or start a world war. So how is it? How is it anywhere? He would have if income? he got the chance. <laughs> 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 the
1: <laughs> Peter Kropotkin, <laughs> he would have done it. He hated everyone. He wanted them to work together to kill themselves. <laughs> it was like the um, Heaven's Gate cult. <laughs> That's what leftist ideas are.
0: Man, I can't even not follow that chain of logic at all. <laughs> it's just uh, both
1: sides, right? Both sides, exactly the equivalent. It's all the equivalent. Same thing. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't ever change anything. Because it's all the same. If you go too far left, too far right. It's all the same. Except we just keep veering right. It's like, nah, no, no. Don't, don't go any further left. <laughs> Come on, meet me in the middle. Let me take a few steps back. All right, meet me in the middle <laughs> now. I feel like I could have, like, a Robbie experience at this point in my life. I uh, can. I'm just like, yeah, this is it. I'm living my fantasy world now.
0: I, I will say that, like, Robbie's life at the end of the movie... <laughs> Not that bad.
1: I guess. Um, well, no, his, like, whatever. He just hangs out on his family's gorgeous estate and pretends that he's a magic priest. Yeah. That seems fine. it was, it was weird is when they arrive and they talk to his mom and she's just like, oh, he's doing great. Not a problem. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> she's just like, okay, this is how he is now.
0: <laughs> Does is that the case? At all? Or
1: is it just that as soon as it's them... It triggered him. I don't know. I couldn't There's figure like, it out. I, or is it, she just doesn't get it because she's drunk.
0: <laughs> she's so drunk all the time. So, so drunk, even fine. though she's,
1: like, perfect allocation. <laughs> she sounds
0: perfectly fine. Just so drunk. I just like... She's like, oh, I'm, we don't blame you. Like, why would you? Yeah. <laughs> why is it these three kids' fault? Because they got him to play a
1: game. He played a game and it made him crazy. Maybe
0: you should have gotten him, like, psychiatric help after his brother ran away. No, I think, the other no, no, thing, no, no, too, no. is, like, maybe his brother had some mental problems, too. Because why does he just run away in the middle of the night when he's on on his birthday?
1: You want to know what I think is going on? Yes. His family is actually... Part of an evil satanic cult, (laughs) and this is part of their ritual practices.
0: They sacrificed the first boar. That's right. Then why did he go to rob? Being like, I need money to go to New York.
1: Um, to try to escape, but then his family snatched his his family's uh, vassals still got him, and they were able to complete the sacrifice. But they need now. They need more power. They need to transfer the spirit of their demon god into the true heir which is Tom Hanks. And to get him ready, they gotta vanquish the Holy Spirit that's within him, but first he has to come to terms with that Holy Spirit, and that's part due. And then now... In the Great Hall. Yeah, now his father's gonna come out in some ghoulies robes, vamping around.
0: (laughs) And he's gonna... Hello, yes, it's me again. (laughs) I'm here for you, Robbie.
1: That's right, see? You're getting it. You're getting it. Yeah, this is all just an elaborate, like...
0: Turns out magic is real. Little
1: fireball. Yeah, it's just an elaborate 20-year ritual. 25-year <laughs> ritual. 30-year ritual. Who knows? However long it takes. But they're getting his man jelly. I don't know. Whatever they're after, they're going to get <laughs> adrenochrome. They're going to use his adrenochrome. Tom Hanks adrenochrome. That's the only explanation I can think of. Because <laughs> otherwise, you'd probably be like, let's get you some psychiatric help. <laughs> but I guess the, maybe this is a criticism of the upper middle class in some way, where they're just real hands off and don't care about anything.
0: Well, I think he's working with a doctor at the end of the movie. That's yeah, he that's true. I, but they, obviously, he's been working for, with a doctor before. Is he working with a doctor? I mean, I guess we just have Kate and via
1: Robbie's mom to know that. Yeah, so. it's just Robbie's mom said it, and she said he was fine, and he's like. Hey, you want to go in the woods and do magic? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about that. And they're like, so we played one last time. Only Robbie could see the monsters. Daniel was killed. (laughs) End of movie. Yeah, uh, it's I hate this movie so much. <laughs> I, just because you know it's just like hey parents. I love you, it for because of that, but <laughs> well it's just you uh this is like still
0: I just think it's so fucking abs- this movie is so absurd. Like the the Kate everybody in the, all three of these dudes are after Kate's booty, right? JJ wants her cuz he's upset when when he finds out Robbie's hanging out with her. Yeah. And then when Robbie leaves, leaves the picture, Danny immediately swoops in and uh, he's like, "Yeah, Kate, I just, you know, I've always been a little afraid of you."
1: Oh, I thought uh, um, Daniel and Kate's conversation was more like uh, actual, just establishing each other as friends, sort of thing. And, and I know there was a previous scene where he's like, "Oh, I've, I wish I could just have a girlfriend who's actually..." And then they're, and but they're
0: together after that.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah, you
0: clearly paid very little attention to this movie. <laughs> this movie and like, uh, the one of like Daniel's last lines, or no, Kate's last lines is like, "Oh, you know, I always thought you were just too pretty." <laughs> What I think is the weirdest fucking thing to say to another person. What? Who says that to him? Kate says that to Daniel about why they haven't, like, hooked up before.
1: <laughs> huh. How did I miss all this? All I just remember is that we're going down into the secret tunnels. And then uh, JJ has set up some elaborate puzzles for them to solve. Like a skeleton with a flashlight in his mouth that lights up <laughs> hidden runes. Which is like. That seems more fun than, like, a haunted house.
0: Yeah, that kind of part's kind of cool. The one thing after that, like, the ruins like on like a, the wall, and then somehow Daniel knows how to read them.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe they made up their own language at one time. They yeah, showed JJ and Daniel, like, hanging yeah, out, true, doing nerd stuff, so.
0: What, like, those mystery rooms? What the fuck are they called? Oh, the escape rooms? Escape rooms? Isn't that kind of what they do? Sort of, but it's not like a maze. It's just one room. Yeah, but
1: you gotta, like, solve mysteries to get out. Uh-huh. I just get a fire extinguisher and bust <laughs> down a damn door. <laughs> Not really. That's some shitty shit to do.
0: I just shit in a corner and then they're going to get everybody's going to want out anyway. <laughs> Let's out. It's dookie it's dookie.
1: Yeah, they uh, these guys wouldn't care about that too much because they go down into the dookie tunnels anyways. <laughs> Cause, oh, yeah, the secret tunnels that no one's supposed to go into. Like, oh, you know what does go in there? Dookie.
0: I mean, you know, what does go in there. Homeless people, drug addicts, cults, cults, um, furries. Well, I mean, not in 1983. Oh, LARPers. Uh. <laughs> the first LARPers.
1: Grey water, grey water. Watch. Grey water, watch. Oh, that's from A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah.
0: Oh, by the way, just an update on my A Song of Ice and Fire read-through. I just finished The uh, Storm of Swords. I'm going to start A Ball of Beasts, the combined one.
1: Oh, and another thing that happened this week, right, is... uh, Oh, shit, you want to talk about the fucking Emmys? No,
0: oh, that's where you're gonna go. Well, for. I mean, everything's
1: been eclipsed by just nonstop gunshots everywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the uh, scripts came out for Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. The one that's Emmy nominated. It's really bad.
0: Yeah, yeah it's bad. not good. It's just like here. Let me reference another work in this in this screen script I'm writing. I don't get it. I was
1: thinking about it when I was reading this. like, yeah, you can kind of tell they're just done. And they've gotten to the point where it's like, you know what the fuck we're doing, you know? Like, yeah, that's how I read yeah. it. Yeah. Like, she, like, we don't need to write a full fucking script. we am not trying to impress anyone <laughs> at this point. Which is absolutely the point I want to get to whenever I take on any creative endeavor. But <laughs> like, you know what? I don't care anymore. Like, she fucking... A Drogon spreads his wings and it looks like she's a dragon lady. Fucking film it. <laughs> they don't know about geography or something. Instead of describing them having quizzical looks, so, oh, no, they, no they failed geography. They just don't know the
0: geography. Like fucking whatever. I uh, get that it. part. Really irritates me. I get of, like, it. Though, how you know? much like, like Arya and John know about like the, the North and uh, Brandon the shipwright? I think they're just trying to be funny to like. Yeah, they're trying to be funny, but you know they the were, they they were trying to be funny trying
1: yeah that thing the thing about it though is i i kind of do understand their position and like why they were just kind of fucking around but why would you submit that and think you'll get an emmy is the question You're gonna get an emmy for it. you think so yeah. well hbo has a stranglehold on the emmys and stuff so yeah. probably oh well fuck them they're just a bunch of nerds
0: oh yeah the chernobyl script script got released too uh you should read that one it's really good
1: i don't give a fuck about that propaganda
0: you read that chernobyl script god damn it <laughs>
1: fuck this propaganda <laughs> fuck the news that's what I say me and anti-flag man fucking it is all just propaganda isn't it mazes and monsters man it's super propaganda it's all just propaganda you can't turn your head without someone trying to sell you some shit tell you about how bad something cool is damn you fucking you kids are out here reading Harry Potter it's one of the uh, books that increased the young readership the most of all time but here's why it's bad witches Magic. Kids will use their imagination. God. Kids will look at these dead pieces of trees and hallucinate. (laughs)
0: It's
1: terrifying.
0: I always, there was a, was it a cartoon or a comic strip or something? like, ah, oh, I'm going to go look at this dead piece of tree and loosen it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: something. I know I got it from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I have a uh, Robin Williams disease. Not the one that killed him. The I one remember. where you take other people's yeah, shit and you don't remember. You don't right. realize where you got it from. Yeah. It's always, I'm um, cultivating all these ideas and jokes and they swim around in my head. And like, oh, I'll just pluck that one out. I'm like, I think that's a reference to something. I don't remember what it is anymore. <laughs> ah, good old Robin Williams. What happened to that guy?
0: I think he's retired and. Living
1: happily ever after. He's yep. he's playing on Project Nineteen Ninety Nine, the uh, classic EverQuest server. <laughs> Speaking of the EverQuest, that's amazing. Uh, Monsters. Remember, there's a lot of scary stories about people getting addicted to EverQuest. Yeah, there was like two actual accounts of it happening.
0: There's a little. I mean, I guess it's a little bit, a little bit different than Dungeons and Dragons. Like it's, it's way easier to get addicted to EverQuest than Dungeons and, it's and Dragons. Specifically
1: made to be. Well, I don't think I want to say. Like,
0: well, honestly, you're using your brain a lot more when you play Dungeons and Dragons than when you play EverQuest. Like you, I mean, like yeah, you really have, I, you really are thinking when you play Dungeons and Dragons. I think you, you were, if you're doing it right. Well, here's the thing:
1: is uh, EverQuest? I think uh, takes a lot more thought and was less specifically designed to be addictive than any MMORPG afterwards.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, EverQuest. A lot of uh, companies after EverQuest saw EverQuest and were like, yeah let's do that but make it way more addictive. Yeah, we'll
1: exploit it, the concept of it more because yeah. I do think there was just an honest like, hey, what if we made like a Dungeons and Dragons world game?
0: Yeah, well I mean Ultima Online. and Yeah,
1: because that's EverQuest was just Brad McQuaid's D&D campaign. Right. And he's like, yeah, that'd be fucking cool. Let's do it. And they did it. Um, because of the structure of the game, it was kind of addictive. It kept people playing but I don't think that was the original intent. I think the original intent was just like, wouldn't this be cool? After that though, a lot of companies, like big companies, were like, pretty cool, but what if we get more people to do it and get them to just never stop doing it? <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for the 10th expansion for World of Warcraft.
0: <laughs> Eagerly waiting World of Warcraft Classic. I, I say know. that, but I, yeah, I actually am <laughs> like, I'm
1: like, fucking, I'll play World of Warcraft Classic again. That shit was fun. I guess it's maybe nostalgia, but like it was fun. I don't really got anything going on right now. My life's in shambles. I may as well play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I've lived uh, my life as a libertine, you might say, which means uh, drug Loser. and alcohol problems, <laughs> criminal record, n- no savings, no wife, no children, <laughs> I mean, I no got property. some of those things, but... <laughs> so, you know, whatever. I'd, I'd say it's about time for me to just be wholly consumed by a 15-year-old video game. <laughs> and my axe. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to slay the dragon. <laughs> that was EverQuest Online Adventures. That was for Casuals casuals <laughs> for casuals 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 i don't
0: remember people being very racist in everquest you saw it sometimes but it wasn't very prevalent yeah interesting it yeah. was always like some dude yelling out in like the the common chat and then you're like shut the fuck up that's usually where i hmm mm-hmm. a lot of people made um
1: jokes about the races and classes within the game but like yeah. not i don't remember there being too real world politics at all which is interesting
0: wonder if, like, maybe the
1: culture of the internet has
0: changed. I don't think so. Cause you, I remember, like, message boards and shit. You see tons of racist crap. And you used to just think, ah, oh, these people are idiots. They don't really believe They're just trying to get my goat.
1: People say that a lot. But I remember being on, like, the something awful forums.
0: Well, that's... I mean, they were more heavily moderated, weren't they? Yeah. I'm Well, I'm like, trying I mean, like, there's some message boards we can name that were, you know, more leftist. But I definitely remember, like... What was that fucking anime forum we were on? There were some people on that where that had some racist thoughts.
1: Well, th- there's... A lot of people in the Mobile Suit Gundam fandom that, like, just didn't get the message. <laughs> we talked about and they're just kind of into, like, the, the fascist military part of it, you know? <laughs> what, was, uh, what was the two conflicting sides in the original series? <gasps> the and,
0: uh, Duchy of Zeon and... Oh, yeah, the
1: Zeon. There's a lot of people that are really into the Duchy of Zeon.
0: But the, even the Earth Defense Force? Is that right? No, that's something else.
1: That's like a... Another the
0: Colonies? Video. The United Colonies?
1: <clears throat> no, nah, that's like Gundam Wing. I it's different for like... Yeah, I know. Uh, the different... I'm directions. talking about I can't like, the remember UC... Anymore.
0: I know. I remember Amaro. Universal Century. Char Noble.
1: Man, this is a this is a nerdy podcast. Don't... No one listen to this. <laughs> don't it's tell... About me about Dungeons and Dragons. What are you fucking <laughs> want, Don't man? tell anyone about... We talked about Gundam on this. <laughs> trying to get a girlfriend.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I already got a wife. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Damn <Dude. laughs> I don't worry about that shit. That's funny. Um, <laughs> nice. And then uh, Gundam Wing. That was like the first anime I really got into.
0: Yeah. It's like ah, uh,
1: cute anime. I like how like with every pu- other Gundam with has to have
0: like a a fake char.
1: Yeah, Zex mm-hmm. Zex Marquis in Gundam Wing. Do they? I guess yeah. Even like the 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 OVAS were like yeah. Anvil Velgato. and say like, well. He's in the same military as Shaw. <laughs> not quite the same guy. But man, what a fucking name. Audible yeah, Gato. That is a good name. Wow. Wow. If I... I will
0: say the Xeons had better names than that. Check it out.
1: If I get a cat, I'm going to name it Audible. Gato. It a Gata. <laughs> Gato. That's pretty dope. I'm glad we had this conversation. So now I know what's named cats. <laughs>
0: I'm going to um, name mine Rumtum Tugger.
1: That's gonna be the surprise hit of the year, I think. People are gonna like go... No,
0: it's gonna be snakes on the plane. Again. No,
1: people are gonna go to the theater to see Star Wars. They're gonna intend to see Star Wars. And then be like, you know, I wanna see Taylor Swift as a cat girl. And they'll walk right on in. Cats. Someone, someone wants to see Taylor Swift as a cat it's girl. It's gonna be Avengers Endgame, Avatar, fuck that shit. Cats. Cats. I don't understand why everyone's making fun of it. I think it looks like the craziest shit i ever seen.
0: No, it doesn't. It just looks weird.
1: Well, yeah, it's just so off the mark. Right. <laughs> which is great. I think I'm going to see it for sure. I'll go see it instead of Star Wars on opening day. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh, it's Christmas. Go see Star Wars now. I don't think so. I don't think I'm going to go see cats. <laughs> I don't know anything about this play. I happen to think that theater, or specifically Broadway, creatively bankrupt. But fucking let's see what these cats got to say.
0: I mean, Broadway is let's sing our emotions and what we're thinking. Let's sing the plot.
1: Yeah, you don't really see too much theater that's just straight theater anymore. At least not like on the ma- in mainstream. Yeah, I know it doesn't
0: get it. doesn't get big. It they they still it's still a thing.
1: Yeah, people write new plays. I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: Paul McCartney's writing one, right? He's writing a play. I think that's what I heard. It's Him and John be, tried to write a play. It's when gonna it first be about the out, time
1: me and John were fifteen and we both had sex with the same nineteen-year-old woman. That'd be a Beatles play for sure. He'd be like, <laughs> "Yep, yeah, that makes sense."
0: Oh, your Paul McCartney is awful.
1: Oh, you do your Paul McCartney.
0: <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's me, Paul McCartney. No, I have a good Paul McCartney. Fuck you. Oh,
1: that's how he sounds, though. <laughs> Especially now that he's old. He's like,
0: oh, okay, well, <laughs> um, me and John, uh, <laughs> me and John, we were at the store. <laughs> that's your Paul McCartney? <laughs> that's what Liverpool didn't sound like, I think. I um, Shit, I did it for um, Dungeons & Dragons. The goddamn shopkeeper has a Paul McCartney voice. Oh, and yeah, now I can't so. do it. They can't put me on a spot like that.
1: Can you do a Scouse accent?
0: Uh, not really.
1: Yeah. Or Jordy? like I try not to because so I, got to I hate uh, Yeah, they're the ones that like the English Valley Girls kind of. <laughs> yeah. I think. No, Jordy's. is uh, Oh, man. So I get my English accents confused. Jordy's are the ones like... I picture more like... Real like, Jersey shore High and breathy, I think. Like, we Go to the store. and Or maybe that's like the... Oh, noise. I still
0: to go on a vacation. That's about yeah, it.
1: that might be it. Yeah, I don't know. I hopefully, no English people listen to this podcast, anyways, because we make fun of the English all the time. But <laughs> <else>. <laughs> I, I do like that the the different accents they have. If you're going to be Cockney, you have to be born within three mile radius of that one church so you can hear the bells. That's the only way you can be Cockney. <laughs> that's some like straight up real old English shit. Yeah, you know I mean? like, can you not, hear the bells? Fucking English history is gang culture. I'm saying it. These guys have English accents when they play their characters, yeah. Because uh, fantasy can only take place in England, I guess. Since Lord of the Rings is like supposed to be like mythical England, really. And yeah.
0: Well, I, I mean, the other thing too, like & Dragons, though, is based more on, in my opinion, the sword and sorcery, Conan the Barbarian kind of shit. Than yeah, because the they
1: Rings. were interested in like titties and swords and stuff. Yeah, not they wanted the to go into a
0: dungeon and like rescue a princess and steal a bunch of gold. Yeah. Not you know defeat the dark lord and save the throw, environment. Cast the ring into the uh. fire seal door. Yeah, they
1: didn't have any. They didn't have a value structure. Is what you're saying?
0: <laughs> no, that's a that's a that really is a more recent addition in my to me in in Dungeons and Dragons. I don't remember the times playing as a kid being all that concerned about the overarching plot of the world.
1: Um, Baller's Gate was the first Dungeons and Dragons to have a story. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. Before that, there was never a Dungeons and Dragons story. Thank you, Bioware. You did it. <laughs> Everything Bioware has ever done is good. Play Anthem. Man, what if Bioware sponsored us? We just chill for Bioware? <laughs> you just did. Oh, I, I fucking <laughs> Ballersgate is good. The first two Mass Effects are good. Dragon Age Origins, fucking good. Bioware's got good games, man. Fucking, no lie about it. You can have sex with Garrus. He's like a grasshopper person, it's hot.
0: I always want to have sex with a grasshopper person. Those long, spindly legs. Yeah,
1: I know. Like, what if I'm out here wasting time, kissing ladies, licking their butts and stuff, when really my soulmate is an intergalactic space monster that sounds like Batman? You know what I mean?
0: Space Force. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> or is it a British man, son of Nigerian immigrants? His name is Kelly, and he's the lead singer for Block Party. Maybe that's my soulmate. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> yeah he's cute and buff yeah I don't give a fuck about mazes and monsters I wish this movie would, we instead of watching this movie we watched like Masters of the Universe or something oh we can watch
0: that next if you want
1: No, next we're watching Shaolin vs Wu-Tang it's <laughs> time to stop playing we're watching some real kung fu shit kung fu Shaolin vs Wu-Tang it's also on Amazon Prime
0: so. I was thinking about that today because like every, almost every movie we watched for watched the last I don't know 10 weeks has been Amazon Prime. We are basically just advertising for Prime Video at this point.
1: No, we're not. Fuck that shit. Amazon
0: Prime. Jeff Bezos presents McVenture Productions. No,
1: thepiratebay.org presents Space Force. Don't use Amazon Prime. Pirate this shit. It's Shaolin versus Wu-Tang. Buy this
0: or steal this book. Don't buy it.
1: It is kind of curating what we watch, though, because I'll be watching something else and be like, oh, I know that movie. I like that movie. We should watch that next.
0: I haven't done that yet, but... Oh, actually, maybe I did on
1: one or two movies. I right, definitely, for Shaolin vs. Wu-Tang, I was like, what?
0: They got Shaolin vs. Wu-Tang? <laughs> <laughs> did they have Master of the Universe, too? Well,
1: I don't know. I don't know about that one. I haven't checked it out. I guess that'll do for Space Force. We didn't have much to say about Maces and Monsters. Yeah, all fuck it, Rona
0: Jaffe. All I really had to say was, hey, kids, don't fuck, play. Fun. Fuck 80, the 80s fun. parents and Ronald Reagan and their concern for Satanism and Dungeons and & Dragons. You're worthless. Oh, um,
1: Tom Hanks kills a man.
0: yeah he kind of does he might have died
1: he murdered him he's tom hanks is a murderer (laughs) he got away with it because he's rich
0: well no it's because the guys are trying to mug him and so he stabbed them back and so they're obviously not going to be like yeah this guy stabbed us when we're trying to mug him why not you just say hey this guy stabbed us for no reason and they'll go and pick him up and he'll be talking crazy shit and that's they it. They don't know his name. He ran away. They're not going to find this you guy. You just say he looks like Tom Hanks. Hanks. What do you think police work is like? They don't find these people. You say,
1: hey, he looks exactly like Tom Hanks.
0: <laughs> oh, you're dialing the police?
1: Who are you going to call when there's an emergency situation to have them arrive two hours later?
0: Uh, the police?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then they won't ever follow up or take care of the problem.
0: That's what I just said.
1: <laughs> yeah. You, so you love the police. <laughs> <laughs> No nah, police, they. I like hot dogs. Help <laughs> <hope> the police. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron
0: Carter, <laughs> it's me, Aaron Carter. Oh, that, that all good part is ended. Eight Aaron Carter. <laughs> Dre, Man, what happened <clears throat> to
1: Jeff Epstein? He's in
0: prison. He just—he's
1: uh, there's an assassination attempt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Hillary Clinton wants his adrenochrome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I uh, for the last some let's...
1: of the weird shit about Jeffrey Epstein though is like. I guess those like QAnon guys are right about some shit. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I w- weird, I would, shit. yeah, I want them to clone my penis. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, oh man, he is fucking weird. And uh, I'm sure Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, I'm sure they're fucking weird too. I there's, mean, there's merits to it all. Donald really.
0: Trump, we have plenty of signs that he's fucking weird. And I don't know if you ever read Bill Clinton's book that he wrote himself. He comes off as a little fucking weird in that. So.
1: Yeah, he say some weird things about women.
0: No, nah, I mean no. Oh. Obviously not. He's more careful in the, in the book, but yeah, Bill Clinton's a you creep. You read between the lines.
1: Yeah, he kind of sucks. No, he just sucks. Three strikes, you're out. Take that, black population. <laughs> Three million deported. Remember? Oh, there was a debate this week too, wasn't there? Oh yeah. What the fuck? What a week. Oh, that wasn't last week at all.
0: That was this week. <laughs> it's like what the fuck. <laughs> Oh my God! Time's moving too fast. (laughs) Like on the internet and in TV and news media, everything information does seem to move way too fast for me to actually process anything. Yeah, society
1: is a spectacle. Oh no! Oh no, man! Have you ever tried to watch the new Daily Show? No, Trevor. No,
0: I actually kind of stopped watching before Jon Stewart even left. So they just uh, seem
1: to uh, be sort of like corporate. Bootlickers, yeah, Nah You know There doesn't seem to be Any nuance to it It's just like
0: Yeah I, I mean It seems like any joke I do see is kind of like They look dumb Yeah Like what and, and like Not actually calling out The nefarious bits of it Just yeah. pointing out How stupid they seem uh, uh, Which I, I mean Like John Stewart Did a little Definitely like You know Made the turtle joke And shit About Mitch McConnell But he also I feel like there's More substance to it at Yeah least.
1: Maybe it's because I was younger Maybe Jon Stewart Doesn't know what he's doing either You <laughs> have to go back And take a look I don't know if I want to watch all the episodes of the show (laughs) just to not like Jones Stewart. I mean, he is just kind of like, he's a comedian, you know, whatever, but I don't know. I mean, it's definitely seemed like he had more to say than Trevor Noah. And maybe it's not even a personal Trevor Noah thing, but the writing staff, the producers, you know, it just seems, seems like very middle of the road, middle-class bland, like definitely vote for Biden or Kamala Harris. Uh, Trump bad, no interesting information about societal change, and you know what I mean. Like, ha Bernie Sanders yells, <laughs> cool. Ah oh, man, fucking. That's it. That's space force.
0: <laughs> We're ending on a real down note. Yep. I
1: mean, what a bummer. I'm just gonna watch even destruction videos. Fuck it. I'm tired of the shit. You know, what? I'm. I'm going. Fully online, but when I go fully online now, it's just like only drag queen stuff. (laughs) That's it. That's I'm just getting. That's it. I'm watching drag queen wrestling.
0: No, that reminds me. We uh, went to we saw the particle jokers the other night, and they handed out luchador tickets at the door.
1: Oh, what lucha libre? You to lucha libre? Lucha (laughs) libre around here?
0: Yeah. Well, no, Phoenix. Oh, that's uh, what um is it like?
1: Did you recognize the promotion? Nope, I thing? have no idea who it is. Is it local to Arizona? or Is it actually from Mexico?
0: I can't tell. I had I have to look it up. Damn, I can't awesome. tell from the tickets they handed out.
1: I'd go see Lucha Libre. I like seeing independent wrestling sometimes. Usually, you see like uh, as you would expect, much more interesting characters than are allowed on WWE. Yeah,
0: that's true, right? I, I don't, the WCW, like I remember, they used to open up with those like six man Lucha Libre. Yeah, they really matches, and
1: those were um, real fun. ours US life you're not gonna see a trans wrestler on WWE. You should. That'd be interesting. AEW will have one too, I believe, actually.
0: One woman or one man? Mm,
1: I don't want to say for sure because I may
0: sound uh, like an asshole. Yeah, I don't
1: want to come as an asshole because I have someone mixed up. So, and not because. Oh, you know, well, mostly just because like I don't pay attention to like the indie wrestling scene enough. <laughs> but like I have passing knowledge of like certain wrestlers and stuff. And then yes, yeah, so I don't specifically know um how they would label themselves and that sort of thing, you know? So I don't wanna say one way or the other. But uh definitely AEW looks much more interesting than WWE. And hopefully that how works could it out. Not be? Hopefully it works out a bit I don't know. Um, there f- that one pay per view, all or nothing. Uh, uh, um, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, he smashed Triple H's throne when he entered the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Rhodes, he's crazy looking. All those roses are. <laughs> Dusty used to have the craziest fucking face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's the funniest guy. Though. <laughs> tell uh, Mean Gene. Yes. What,
1: the- <laughs> what? What a southern guy, southern gentleman. <laughs> yeah all right cool that's space force Um, uh dot com. patreon we can survive help us survive
0: (laughs) oh yeah go ahead and surprise us our patreon it's pretty good
1: oh that's like a cartoon deal. that's like what they sound like in the yellow submarine
0: what's your point (laughs) exactly (laughs) where i copied it from oh (laughs) Uh, yeah, uh, Patreon, help us to
1: live. You can listen to Dungeons or Dragons or something. We haven't played it recently, but we have a backlog of episodes. <laughs> yeah, we
0: do. I need to put them up. Um,
1: Twitter, at Main with two Ys.
0: At uh, Sean, a hey, Sean McDonald. It's
1: on the website. There's all, you can email us too. Um, nightgown pictures, preferably. I Men want... and women. Okay. Just see good nightgowns. I just want pictures of knees. That's pretty good. Actually, like,
0: nothing. I don't want any pictures. Please don't send me pictures. You get
1: old knee pictures, and it kind of looks like human faces.
0: It's <laughs> always cool. Yeah, that's space for. I will stuff. not open or view them. I will.
1: So just send them all to me. I don't care. I'm a wild man. I got nothing to lose.
0: Except for my chains.